Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Maine healthcare workers appeal their case, and we're also going to be talking about a great story involving a Christian nurse who refused the COVID shot, celebrating a graduation now. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, we haven't talked about this case um, representing these Maine healthcare workers in a while, but it's still going on. We're still going through the courts, even though the judge tried to dismiss the case. Well, now we're appealing that to the First Circuit Court of Appeals. Yeah, that particular case is a, a significant case. We're representing uh, healthcare workers in Maine and also a class of healthcare workers as well that were affected by this governor's mandate. Governor Janet Mills, a terrible governor with regards to COVID, she had the worst after California executive order and other orders regarding church lockdowns and restrictions of any other state in the country. California was by far the worst. And then when we got California's lockdown, Maine became the worst under Governor Janet Mills. Then Janet Mills, in 2021, she issued another mandate. And that mandate said all of the employers, all the healthcare employers in the state of Maine, must have their employees receive the COVID vaccine, the COVID shots, I should say. Mm -hmm. And if they uh, granted religious accommodation request, they would lose their business license. Now, wait a minute. This is a state governor telling the employers of the state, public and private, that they cannot grant religious exemptions, that they must, number one, mandate the COVID shots for all their employees, and number two, they can't grant religious exemptions. Well, how can she do that when there is a federal law known as Title VII, it's an employment law, that says if an employee has a sincerely held religious belief and asks for an accommodation to the employer, that employer has to consider that accommodation relief and cannot just carte blanche across the board deny them. That's what happened in our case involving North Shore University Health System in Illinois. What about the free exercise clause that does not allow for discrimination between religious accommodations and medical accommodations? What about that too? And that would apply if you are an employee of a healthcare system that is a public employer. So those people who are healthcare workers uh, working for the state or federal government in Maine, VA, for example, or any other state-provided agency or institution, you would have not only Title VII, as all the people would have that are in the private sector, but you also have the religious freedom of the First Amendment free exercise clause. Mm -hmm. And so since they're giving medical exemptions, they'd have to give religious exemptions. So in other words, what Governor Janet Mills is saying is that her executive order supersedes the federal Title VII law. No, that's wrong. And that it supersedes the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. Again, that's wrong. Somebody needs to school her on the law, please. Well, and also the judge, because in this particular case, the judge dismissed the lawsuit 
and dismissed it on the basis. In fact, the judge, what this judge did, John Levy, he first of all required that the people's names be revealed. Uh, we had them listed as uh, does. Oh yeah, because the media wanted to. Uh, the media wanted to find out who their, identi- out their identity yeah. is. Well, the defendants knew their identity because we provided their identity. Yeah. There was no reason to provide that to the public. So Judge John Levy said, "Well, it's going to be harder to try this case if we don't know their identity." False. This happens all the time. And so then... Because they were preparing for a trial or something? That's right. Yeah, that's right. That? Yeah. Because, uh, they, uh, because the upcoming pre- preparation for trial is going to be harder to try the case if they're going by these anonymous names, which is not true because the people know that. In fact, right. the defendants know who they are. And in fact, in the military cases, we have anonymous names. And we've been in court many, many times. Right. And it's not hindered anything. So, so the judge says we're preparing for trial, so we need to know the names. But then he goes and dismisses the case. So then we give <laughs> the names are revealed. Then he dismisses the case. I mean, yeah, it's right. it's just an awful yeah. turn of events that this judge did. But the judge's decision is completely wrong. Judge Levy stated there can be no accommodation for the plaintiffs since they only asked for an exemption. Well, an exemption would be an accommodation. However, there cannot be an accommodation without an exemption. You know, obviously, you got to have an exemption. If you get an accommodation, what is that? You're exempted from getting the shot. We're going to accommodate you, and therefore, you're not going to get the shot. What's right. the difference? I mean, and then he also said, he, he granted an ex, uh, he, he said to um, grant an exemption under Title VII, listen to this, to grant an exemption under the federal law would violate state law and create an undue hardship. That statement turns the Supremacy Clause of the United States Constitution on its head. The Supremacy Clause says that a federal law preempts the state law in this case. So yeah, it is contrary to the state law, but which one controls? Federal law. The governor cannot set aside the federal law in this case with regards to employment because the employment law has preempted the field. It's just an absurd decision. This is the this is the federal judge. So okay. we have filed an appeal on this case. This case could go up to the U.S. Supreme Court on this issue alone, but we will not rest because these health care workers are heroes. And in fact, uh, there was a health care shortage in Maine before this mandate came out. Right. Maine tried to recruit health care workers going back to 2019 because there's some rural places that they didn't have health care workers. So they paid them bonuses to come to Maine. And then she kicks them all to the curb then, because they won't take the shot. Then kicks them to the curb. That makes sense. Yeah, it make, and then <laughs> says, oh, well, you know what? We're going to have to call in the National Guard. Yeah. That's just nonsense. It's a terrible governor of that state, a terrible decision, and we won't rest until we get justice. Mm-hmm. We don't get discouraged when we have a temporary setback like that. In the case that we won at the United States Supreme Court, Shirtliff versus City of Boston, the Christian flag case, we won 9-0. to zero. But if you go back to 2017, between 2017 and 2022, when we got the victory, we lost twice at the district court and lost twice at the Court of Appeals, at the same First Circuit Court of Appeals, by the way, that we're going to, and then won unanimously at the United States Supreme Court. So we won't give up. Those challenges, I think, make you stronger and keep you motivated to persevere even more, and you see that it pays off. I think there's a Christian song even with that, yeah, (laughs) with that theme as well, but you're right. 
And there's obviously lots of history and biblical narratives that support that. And here's an example of a Christian nurse who did persevere, and she got a victory as a result. Yeah, this is a Christian nursing student. Uh, She's now joyously uh, celebrating her graduation that just occurred, August 12, 2022. And that happy day was once threatened by her school's COVID shot mandate in 2021. Uh, Liberty Council was contacted by this Christian student. Uh, We then trained a lot of our affiliate attorneys to help us specifically on this issue. We had conference calls. We gave information. We gave them information uh, on how to help these people. So we enlisted the help of one of our affiliate attorneys. Yeah, because she attends the University of San Francisco in California. Jean Vasquez, she came to the aid of Doris Perez, which is a, she is a nursing student enrolled at the University of San Francisco in San Francisco, California. But they threatened to kick her out if she didn't get the COVID shot. Yeah, so a, a demand letter was issued to the university, and we did a lot of demand letters requesting an accommodation for Doris's religious beliefs. Uh, She says, quote, I was threatened by my program co-director to get kicked out of the program because I refused to receive the COVID-19 vaccine due to my religious beliefs, says Perez. She reached out to us about her situation. She said she spent many nights, quote, crying myself to sleep from the uncertainty, close quote, regarding the potential outcome of her situation. And you know, Matt, we don't talk about each and every victory that happens because we've pursued and we've on their behalf. But here's a great example and a great reminder that there are many out there that are receiving victories. And you know, here's this girl crying herself to sleep many days, many evenings, and many of these people contacted Liberty Council crying and weeping, and our staff right. received these calls, and it still happens, by the way. And they've spent a lot of money in their in their education. It, it's something that should never happen. Right. She says, thanks to your time and effort fighting for my religious freedom, my school allowed me to complete my hospital clinical hours by just submitting weekly COVID test results. She's now the first in her family to get a college degree. Mm. And she has parents that migrated from Mexico, and she now is the first-generation college graduate receiving her college degree. She says it meant the world to my family and to me. Uh, Thank you for supporting Liberty Council. This is the kind of impact that you have and that this ministry has across the country. For more information, visit lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.